What's up, Uneducated Duo Podcast listeners? My name is Pablo. And I'm Gerald. And this is episode 56. 56. We're slowly inching our way to 60. Yeah, man. We're almost to retirement. There's people in my work that make fun of me for being old, bro. They're like 25 and I'm 28. It's not a big difference. Yeah, it's not. Yeah, fuck them. Yeah, fuck them. (laughs) That's what that reminded me of. <laughs> All right, we start every episode with a one gotta go. This episode we're doing Disney Channel original sh- series, I guess. Um, they're all considered sitcoms. Yeah, they're like Disney Channel sitcoms, you know. So it's not cartoons; it's the uh, the ones with real fucking people. Yep. And the ones we picked were Even Stevens, Lizzie McGuire. Uh, that's so Raven and the sweet life of Zach and Cody when they lived in the hotel, not on the fucking boat. Yeah. Cause nobody watched that shit. Sweet I was too old by deck. then. Jesus yeah. Christ. I had aged out of Disney channel by then. All right, right, go man. first or what? Yeah. I'll let you go first on this. You want one. me to go first? Yeah. Yeah. I got it. Cause I was just, I just started thinking about it hard and I'm like, God damn it. <laughs> it's hard, huh? Yeah. It's really hard. All right. For me, number one on this list. I think I'm taking the sweet life of Zach and Cody number one because I don't know. I remember it the most and I feel like because I've seen them in multiple things that they're more relevant in my mind. Cause like Zach and Cody, they played the kid. They play Ross's kid and friends. Uh-huh. They play the little kid in fucking big daddy with uh, Adam Sandler. Which I didn't know until I was way older. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, so they play him. So, I don't know. I guess their show just stuck in my head more, bro. Besides, they did a bunch of cool shit. Like, I feel like that show had a good mesh of characters and, like, shit going on. I mean, it kind of didn't make any sense. But at the same time, it did make sense. I mean, not really. Did you ever see their parents? I don't think so, huh? Yeah, their mom. Their mom's the singer at the hotel. Okay. Right, because she works there. But they don't have a dad, right? I think he shows up in like one episode, but it's one of those weird ass episodes, you know, where it's like, oh, my dad's a deadbeat. He did. He he told me he was gonna be there, but he's not really there. And then, okay, yeah, then yeah. it pans over to them hugging their mom, and there's this big appreciation moment for their mother. I mean, I don't remember it exactly, but it's something like that. Cool, man. But I take that one number one because, ah, <clears throat> damn. Because they fucking, they were funny as fuck. They had the dope ass handshake. You remember the handshake, the high five, and they'd be like, yeah. <laughs> and um, I don't know. Just, I like the dynamic in the hotel. They fucking, they're friends with the super rich but stupid girl, and they're friends with the super smart but poor girl. So they get to do like rich kid shit, even though they're like broke as fuck. So you got to respect that. And they're living like the bougie life with like on no money. And Ashley Tisdale was like the counter lady, right? Yeah. She's the poor chick. She's yeah. a, I can't remember her name in the show. I want, it wasn't Ashley though, right? No, no, no. It was, was it maybe London Tipton? No, London Tipton is the rich one. Maddie Fitzpatrick. It was Maddie. It was Maddie. Yeah. Yeah. She, um, she, she's a shitty actor, bro. Was she in anything else? 
Who, um, Ashley Tisdale. Yeah, she was in all the High School Musicals. Yeah, but she's fucking trash in the High School Musicals. Like, acting-wise. She's just a B-word, you know? She plays that role good, dude. I think so. I think she plays, like, the bad, the villain type really well. I don't think any of those Disney kids are good actors. For the most part, most of them... I love the movies. I love the show. Most of the Disney kids fucking flop. I feel like... You get the diamond in the rough that like makes it into like real movies and real TV shows, you know? Cause like even Stevens fucking Shia LaBeouf became like a mega star, but then he also had like that weird. He's also a weirdo. Yeah, I don't know. I think when you're a Disney Channel star, you're not really trying to be anything else. I don't know. It's weird because you're right. Only a couple people make it out. Like, well, they're forced to be that, bro. When, when know. you're on Disney, there's so many fucking rules. They're like, you can't cuss in public. Or like, if anything you do isn't like to the PG standards of what Disney is, they fire your ass on the spot. That's why when fucking Miley Cyrus stopped being Hannah Montana, she you saw the real Miley Cyrus and she started fucking like, Ass out, fucking doing drugs, drugs. all kinds of shit. Yeah, it is kind of weird. But I take Sweet Life of Zack and Cody number one. Don't mesh your characters. A little bit racist with the Mexican, or like not Mexican, but like Puerto Rican bellhop or whatever he was. Nah, bro, don't get PC here. It was just a little, you know. What's his name? Something Montoya. Esteban Ramirez Montoya. Yeah. De La Cruz. Fucking long ass name, dude. Yeah, that's a good choice, bro. And this is a fucking hard ass list for me because all of these had a part in my childhood. Like, yeah, I used to watch I, all these. I went through like spurs of watching all these, and I was actually watching some retakes right now. And I'm like, fuck, I need to go back and watch that show because I was laughing, bro. Like, well, some so are funny. older too. So, yeah, like even Stevens and Lizzie McGuire are like a little older than. That's all Raven and Sweet Life of Zack and Cody, right? Even so like, Stevens is like the oldest one. Yeah, I think, it's like the oldest these. one. So, you know, this is a hard choice for me, but I'm going to have to go with. Holy shit. And I know I'm the, not even the, getting rid of one yet. That's yeah, just you're, so you're hard. You're just picking yeah. the first one. You're not even yeah, picking yeah, the one. That's you're still get rid so of. hard for me, man. You're slow rolling us. So I'm going to go number one. Even Stevens. All right, I can respect even, even Stevens, Stevens, bro. Because I just really like the the whole quirkiness of Shia LaBeouf. Because while I don't remember him super great in the Even Stevens show, like kind of seeing what he is now, it's kind of weird to think how good of an actor he is back then. Well, in the Even it's Stevens like thing, thing he was such a like he played like a fucking weirdo. Yeah, straight quirky guy, you know. Like, and then he you see him kind of progress and. It's basically, it's just him and his sister, right? Or does he have brothers? No, it's him, his sister, the dad, the mom. Uh, oh, he has an older brother. Older brother? I can't remember yeah. the older brother that well, but I for sure remember the fucking little bacon kid. Yeah, Beans. Beans. I remember Beans. And then he had like his crew. He had like that blonde dude that I was hung out with him. Yeah, that was just his friend, though. Yeah, so, yeah, there was uh, Louis Ren. Donnie? Donnie Stevens. I think that was... Yeah, that was the older brother. There we go. All right. So, yeah. I mean, I just really like the comedy of it. Um, I don't know. Because all the comedy back in Disney's... Like, these Disney times was really exaggerated comedy, you know? 
where like they'd do something and it'd be like they'd really do it, you know? Yeah, like I think his like main thing was fucking yelling. He'd always be like, I don't know the exact yell, but like he just like do like prolonged when yells. He ran, yeah, when he was scared or something. Yeah, because he's always fucking with his sister. And the episode that sticks out to me the most is like, so one day his sister's having a sleepover. Okay. <laughs> and he sets up a camera and he starts charging a bunch of guys money to come peep on his sister's on his, slumber on party. His sister's yeah. slumber party. <laughs> and then they find out. And so they all start running up to the basement where he has like this whole setup and charging all these kids to watch them. And he does that scream actually, like the girls scream where he's like running away. Yeah. You can't do that shit now. Yeah, no, no, fuck no. <laughs> like, there was some shit I saw where I was like, fuck, man. If somebody that was PC as fuck saw this, they'd, they would not get away with it. But that's how most shows were back there, because you even mentioned in The Sweet Life, Julio Montoya, Espinosa, De La Frencha, you know, or whatever. Yeah, you get pl- they could play around more, man. I feel like they could throw in stereotypes and throw in, like, adult jokes and just nobody really get cared. away with it. Yeah. yeah, nobody really cared. But yeah, even Stevens. I mean, I even though Shia LaBeouf is like crazy now. Nah, he's I, dope. See, I, I still think he's dope. love uh, Shia LaBeouf. Um, he's just such a big character for me too. Because I feel like just his the Holes movie itself is like a big movie to me. I, I, Holes. <laughs> yeah, that's like a movie that I still watch. Just like you know Friday Night Lights or any other movie that I can like put on and just watch forever holes is a dope movie but yeah uh shia labeouf is that I feel like, like your favorite still... shia labeouf movie holes Hol- i would say holes yeah older movie yeah i don't think holes is my favorite one what's your favorite disturbia i've never even seen it it's the one where like his neighbor's like a murderer isn't he older in that movie he's still like a he's I w- like a teenager if i had to guess he's like 18 oh, okay 17 18 in that movie but that movie's fucking cool, man. Fucking catches a murderer, fucking beats his ass with a shovel. I don't know. I just like the fucking whole, like, in Holes, I like the whole backstory, how, like, at the end, it all makes sense, you know? Oh, have you ever seen The Greatest Game Ever Played? That's the one where he plays golf. No. It's on the Disney fucking app or whatever the fuck. Yeah, I have to check it out. Check that shit out. That shit's dope. I used to love that movie. It's him. It, uh, I don't remember his character's name, but he just basically plays golf, and it's fucking dope. Cool, man. Yeah, I'll definitely have to check that out. Because I only really know him in a couple movies. There's that one, Eagle Eye. Oh, he's in Transformers. Have you seen Eagle Eye? Mm-mm. Transformers is good, too. Yeah, he's, he's in Transformers. He's in that war movie with Brad Pitt. Yeah, Eagle Eye is a crazy movie, though, because it's like he's got a twin brother. And he's his brother was part of like this secret like military project. And he ends up getting killed. So like this thing that like watches everybody thinks that he's the brother. So then it's like tracking him down. It's weird. You got to watch huh. it. Like a double ganger thing? Yeah, yeah. It's fucking crazy. But yeah, anyways, uh, even Steven's number one for me. I fucked with the comedy. Um, his quirky weirdness. It's like almost something I can relate to because I was a little bit of a weird kid too. I don't know. It's dope ass shit. I hope my kids will watch that. Even Steven's? Yeah. Probably not. Nah, probably not. They, they don't even yeah. watch The Lion King, bro. Yeah. Even Steven's, they have to search out. You know, all these shows, they have to find. Where, like, they could just turn the TV on and something will be on. It's not even TV anymore, bro. It's YouTube. Fuck. Yeah, YouTube, whatever. Yeah. Shit. We're past TV now. Fucking, it's all about YouTube. So Maybe. you're going, even Steven's number one? Yeah. And it's funny, too, because I think out of all these, this is the least likely show to get a re 
a rebuff or whatever. Oh, like uh, like they know. would never redo this show as them being older because I think uh, that's no. so Raven's already getting a remake. They did a remake. It was a oh, okay. It was like her kids. Yeah, yeah. I guess like her son or something is psychic too or some shit. And I could see the sweet life coming back. Those fools are like working like everyday jobs. Somebody found no. Cole Sprouse at like a, a coffee shop. Well, that was just because he's in college. One of them, one of them is on Riverdale, that like drama, oh, okay. that yeah, girl yeah. drama show. And then the other one stopped acting. I think he's like going to be a lawyer or some shit. That's crazy. Imagine they could just switch up. Well, he's already rich, you know, like realistically, they don't need to work. They Who have, knows, though? They've got a lot of money, dude. They, yeah, they're they probably making residuals off of everything I they've doubt done. It. Disney fucks these guys. Dude. Yeah, but not just Disney. They've been in like big movies and they're pretty good at once you're like a child star, you know, like if you start when you're so young, like they did where they're like fucking babies. Uh-huh. When, when they get to like the 12, 13 year old age, by then, like your parents or like you have hired like a good businessman or something to be like, hey, we know what you need for your contracts not to suck ass. Who knows, man? I mean, I'd, I'd hope that happens, but. I guarantee they have money. I doubt it happens. It's weird. I don't know. I guarantee they have money. I'm sure they could start a TikTok or something to make bank. Because I've seen a lot of people like ran off this show. She has a TikTok and I watched it. And then it made me watch her YouTube. And yeah, I mean, she's pretty big still. She was the voice of Kim Possible. Yeah. Yeah, she was. All right, so you're going Even Stevens number one. Even Stevens number one, yeah. I went Sweet Life of Zach and Cody. And then for my number two, I'm going to go with Even Stevens. Okay. Right? And because I like the randomness of it. I like how he plays the fucking crazy, but like, like the he's like a prankster, dude. Prankster kids, those fucking shows are always hilarious. You watch those and you always, when you're younger and you're watching TV, you know, you watch Power Rangers and, then you start doing all the fucking ninja movies. You think you can fight all of a sudden, even though you just watched Power Rangers. Yeah. Now you fucking you watch even Stevens and you're like, oh, I can do these practical jokes. And then yeah. you try to do something and it doesn't work out at, at all. all. Yeah. yeah. Not even close to how it was in the show. But you're like, fuck it. He did it. I can do it. Right. And then I like um, fucking beans. Dude is hilarious. Fucking funny. As I remember him always coming through and like wanting bacon. He would always come over and want bacon and they would like bribe him to do shit and pay him and off bacon, with bacon. Yeah. He'd be like, he'd be like, I need you to do this for me. And then he'd hand him a fucking pack of raw bacon. And then he'd <laughs> pop out of like weird situations. that would be like, beans, what are you doing here? You know what beans is? Beans is the precursor. If anybody's ever seen iCarly, he's the Gibby before Gibby. Oh, that's true. Yep. Yeah. That they basically just modeled that Gibby character off of beans, off of beans, bro. Yeah. Gibby is, is a beans. Bro. I feel like for a while there was like a Disney Channel Nickelodeon rivalry when it came to like their sitcom type shows. Uh huh. You know? And I feel like early stages Disney was kicking their ass and then later stages uh, Nickelodeon starts kicking their ass because they have shows like Drake and it's Josh. It's so weird. And, I never thought about it that way. I always felt like they were like pretty evenly matched when it came to shows, you know? Because I never preferred one over the other. I was just like flipping through channels. And if I saw something that caught my eye, I'd be like, I had preferences sometimes, but like it was definitely, you could tell that they were trying, they had similar ideas and shit going back and forth, right? Yeah, yeah. But I think even Stevens is one of those ones that's like undeniably classic. You know, like they couldn't recreate that with different characters because like the people they had filled the role so well. Yeah, yeah. Because like, 
everybody who thinks of that show can picture fucking uh, Shia LaBeouf's character. His name was Lewis, right? Yeah, Lewis. Fucking the Jufro. With the like, then you always have like those button up Hawaiian type shirts. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> There's always a kid like that at, at school now. At my school, all the kids had like the button up shirts like that, but like it wasn't Hawaiian. It was like the blue flame or like the red fiery flame. Yeah, yeah. And that was like elementary school. That's not like fucking junior high or nothing. Yeah, it definitely was not. But I think even Stevens is fucking hilarious. I love it. I think the thing, the episode, I don't remember an episode super specific, but I really remember the movie. Yeah, we're just kind of doing this off the dome because, I mean, it's been years since I've seen any of these. It's been years, too. I've, I think I watched a couple episodes of The Sweet Life of Zack and Cody on a Disney Plus, but like the other ones I haven't even touched. It's funny, though, because I'd go back and watch any of these. I would, too. I'm, I bet you they'd feel corny, though. They would, but I mean, it'd be kind of. You'd feel really nostalgic, you know? That's true. But I'm scared of getting of making it feel super corny. It ruining it for you? Yeah. So, even Stevens number two, uh, and Shia LaBeouf's a fucking badass. He fucking broke out and became like a real star. I mean, recently, didn't he do that shit where like he got a role and he got a real tattoo just for the role? Yeah, yeah. It was that new movie, actually. My sister-in-law kept telling me to watch it. Peanut Butter Falcon? Is he, is he in the Peanut Butter Falcon? Nah. Is it Peanut Butter Falcon? I don't know, dude. I'm fucking guessing. What the fuck? Peanut Butter Falcon? I think that's what it's called. Yeah, I don't know. But, um, yeah, even Steven's number two. What you got for number two? It's Peanut Butter Falcon. Told you. <laughs> I, I heard it's a great movie. I just haven't seen it. Um, So, number two for me. <sighs> fuck, bro. Just pick one. So, for number two, I'm going to go That's So Raven. All right. Um, I feel like it was the first show I ever watched, like, sitcom-wise, that had, like, a superpower in it, basically. Because she was a psychic, right? He always going to her memory, and she'd, like, see shit that was going to happen. She, yeah, she would have visions, and she'd see the future. But, like... It's crazy, because she could intervene on it. Well, the whole point of the show is, like, she sees the future, and then she'd try to stop that future from happening yeah yeah and what she does to stop it is what actually caused it yeah yeah that was like the irony of the show yeah it was so crazy and i really i really like the three main characters because they were all best friends i like how they like had two girls and a guy because i feel like you don't even see that like even when i was in high school you don't really see friendships like that probably not it's usually like a group of guys or a group of girls or one guy one girl i don't know it's weird but um just like the whole the whole dynamic of the show. She was into fashion too. I'm not super into fashion, but I just thought that was kind of like a weird spin-off to it. Cause I feel like That's So Raven was aimed more as like a girl's show. Probably. So, but I still enjoyed it. So was Lizzie McGuire, I would say. I don't know if it's aimed exactly at girls, but they centered around a girl character. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, and I feel like in the sweet life or even Stevens, like it's easier to relate to those movies personally, because of the those shows male characters yeah shows um but yeah just that's so raven i really like the whole psychic aspect of it and her trying to prevent it um the comedy in it is great it's the first actual show that i remember watching with african-americans in it too is it oh yeah it's a lead role yeah what about like the cosby show and i I don't know if i really paid attention the cosby show 
That shit would come on at Nick and Night, and I knew it was time for bed. What about the Fresh Prince? Fresh Prince. That's a that's a good one, actually. But I'm talking Disney sitcoms, because I used to watch that at Nick and Night, which is Nickelodeon's. I don't know. I can't think of another one for Disney. Maybe that's true. I don't fucking know. That's what I'm saying for myself. So, <laughs> and kind of a little side note. I know that the Orlando Brown in the movie. The drug addict, dude? He's so fucked up now. He's like on Dr. Phil and shit, and he was gone, bro. He was out of his mind. Like, he didn't even know what the fuck was going on. Well, that happens, dude. Fucking child stars. Some of them become druggies. That sucks, dude, because... And Raven's actually still up, bro. She does that show, The View. Yeah, the and she had the fucking the reboot, the That's So Raven kid show. Yeah, that's funny. I, n- I never even knew there was a That's So Raven. A lot of shit got rebooted, and like reboots suck. Too much. Yeah, they suck. Fucking the That's So Raven where their kids sucked. Uh, Girl Meets World sucked. Fucking Fuller House sucked. I'm surprised you actually watched these. Those. I didn't. I watched Girl Meets World a little bit, and I was like, suck. And then I watched like one episode of the Raven thing, sucked. And I literally saw like four episodes of the Fuller House, sucked. Like, yeah, it's just, I fucking hated it. It's like remaking the show exactly the same, but with like a different person. It's just not good, dude. Yeah, I don't know. I probably wouldn't watch any reboots for any of these. But uh, yeah, that's a Raven number two for me. All right. Going to pick my third one. And then the one I'm getting rid of, right? Yeah. So I got Lizzie McGuire and That's O' Raven left. Pros, cons, things I think. Uh, That's O' Raven had a cool concept that you don't really see in the in fucking shows, right? It's like she see the future, and the whole point was to stop the. She would try to stop whatever happened, and it would never work out because whatever she did is what caused it. Yeah. So she was kind of fucked from the beginning, you know. So like, was it really a cool power to have? Because like she would see it, not know how. It was going to happen. Try to stop it from happening, and then it would happen. So, like, her seeing it really doesn't do shit. I don't think there was ever an episode where she stopped it from happening or changed it or did anything. Yeah, I mean, I'm not really looking at the effects of the power. I think just, like, the whole psychicness of it. I know. I'm just saying, like, if, when I, once I look behind the curtain, like, the power was kind of useless, but it's also the main point of the show. That's what makes it funny. Yeah. Right. Cause they're trying to stop it. That's where, that's where the humor comes in. But I don't know. I wasn't, I was kind of back and forth with that show a lot. I liked it. I didn't like it. I liked it. Her brother was fucking cool. He, um, you know, I was trying to fucking blackmail her and shit. Yeah, and he ended up getting his own spinoff show, dude. Yeah, but that shit was trash. Fuck. Fuck. Spinoffs are never good either. Like, okay, maybe some aren't, but like one out of every ten spinoffs is probably good. <gasps> right? Corey in the house or whatever it was I called. Watch Corey in the house. Fucking yeah, yeah. garbage, dude. That was the show he got. And then Lizzie McGuire, right? So I know it's from her perspective, and it's got like that girly vibe. The same kind of vibe that like Hannah Montana has or Fucking Zoe 101, or wasn't what's another show in that range? Fucking Wizards of Waverly Place, Victorious, Victorious. All those shows with the female leads, you know, they they do that so they can carve out that female audience, right? But like, you still watch them because like they're they're entertaining and they still have like good characters, you know. And they still have a main character, like not as the lead lead, but as like a co lead, you know. Yeah, well, it's good, but. It's also got one of like the worst fucking friend zones ever, dude. She friend zoned fucking what's his name, Gordo, 
That's the kid's last name. Oh, yeah, yeah. She had him friend zone the whole fucking show, man. <laughs> the whole show, she's got that full friend zone. So and then, like, in the movie, when they finally go out to, like, some, I think they're, like, in Italy or some shit, is when she finally, oh, I love you now, you know? David Gordon. That's, that's how they resolve it. And, like, they fall in love. I always thought that was fucked up, that she had him in the friend zone for, like, ever. That's probably where I learned about the fucking friend zone. You know what I really fuck with Lizzie McGuire about? Like, she always had that little animated character on her shoulder, like, telling her, like, she'd talk to it. Like, oh, yeah, the cartoon yeah, figure? Yeah, Because I feel like, as a kid, I did that a lot, where I was, like, questioning shit I was doing. And kind of to see that be brought to life was kind of cool to me. Like your conscience? Yeah, yeah, basically, you know? When I was younger, I think I had a crush on, not her, on her friend. <laughs> I remember her name. The girl with like the black hair and like the highlights and shit. Yeah, so her name in the show is Miranda Sanchez. Yeah, Miranda Sanchez. It's the, it's the Sanchez. Yeah, yeah. It's that Hispanic connection. <laughs> <laughs> right? I, I'm pretty sure I had a crush on her. Not really on Hillary Duff. I wasn't really. Uh, she was all right. <laughs> but um, I think out of these two, I would take Lizzie McGuire. I'm, I'm going to keep Lizzie McGuire and get rid of that so Raven. All I right. think that's a Raven has the best premise of these shows, you know? Even Stevens is just straight comedy. Um, Lizzie McGuire's like a here's it's basically like a girl's life lived like her decisions and shit. Kind of like a journal, it almost feels like you're reading her fucking diary every episode. Right. And then Sweet Life of Zach and Cody is just like fucking tomfoolery and fucking up shit and doing stupid ass stuff, right? So those three I relate to more than that. So Raven, even though I think that one had the most creative idea, you know, like, Oh, let's fucking make a character that can see the future, but can never actually do anything about it. So I take Lizzie McGuire. I had a crush on her friend. What was her name? Miranda? Miranda what? <laughs> her friend was uh, Miranda Sanchez. Miranda Sanchez. And she friends on my boy Gordo. Fucking forever but it was a good show cool man cool so uh i got lizzie mcguire and the sweet life with zach and cody left all right uh, pros for both i already kind of spoke about it a little bit with lizzie mcguire like i really like the whole like inner fucking self fight that you have like your inner self like, yeah like her conscience it's like a fucking I like it, drawing I like it, like, of her conscience, like brought to life you know where she'd like talk to it um so that's a pro for me. A really big con for me is that more than any of these shows, I feel like this show was more streamlined for girls. It's super streamlined it's, for it's girls. It's like you said. And I'm not trying to be like genderist or anything here. Just kind of clarification. Well, it's just the truth, bro. Like if you watch, you're not going to watch Barbie because it's obviously for yeah, fucking yeah. girls, right? But it's weird though because I watch this show a lot. So it's kind of a show out of the the four that I probably go back and watch last, even though I'd still watch it. Well, that's how they get you back in the yeah. day, man. Cause like you're that age. So they put girls that you're attracted to on the TV. Yeah. So that's, that's kind of my big thing with Lizzie McGuire. It, you, you explained it perfectly when you said it's literally a girl's diary in real life. Yeah. I'm pretty sure every episode ends with her, like writing in her diary. Right. Yeah. The sweet life of Zach and Cody. Like I just can't say enough about it. Like as far as the comedy and stuff, I really like, the way most, most if not all their show was like filming that lobby. 
right? Yeah, it's the, the lobby is the main thing. Yeah, so, I mean, to be able to carry a whole show just in the lobby, like, I think that's just crazy in itself, you know? Um, and then, you know, in the day and age we live now, like, it can be considered racist, but back then it definitely was not racist to me to see Julio Montoya. I'm not saying racist, just stereotypical. Yeah, yeah, whatever, stereotypical. And I never said he said that. I'm just saying, like, I can see how that could be seen as that way now, you know? But that is, it doesn't seem that way to me at all. Because they had um, Mr. Bigsby, was it? <laughs> I'm probably not even saying that right. But the the guy that plays, let's see here, Mr. Mosby. Mosby, the manager. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Didn't like them because they were always getting... Yeah, he's the, he's the authority but, figure. Um, kind of like put up with them. I like this character a lot. The rich girl, poor girl thing was... Like you could almost kind of relate to that, you know? <laughs> Like, I could relate to the poor. I couldn't relate to the exactly, rich. Exactly, exactly. Like, you could relate to her, but obviously you always know somebody that's rich. Um, the con for me, sweet life, <laughs> there really is not. I'm going to get rid of Lizzie McGuire. You're losing it's Lizzie McGuire. The sweet life of Zach and Cody. I'm telling you, this was super hard for me. Even as we're going through this, I kind of regret some of my choices, but whatever, man. I mean, it's on the spot. All these... These four are great shows. I mean, they are really good. And I would say that, like, if you asked, probably, like, if you took like a random poll, I think even Stevens and Lizzie McGuire, are, like, probably the two most iconic shows to ever come out of Disney Channel. That is true. Yeah, yeah. I mean, at least for '90s kids, you know. Yeah. Any, for people our fucking age. Yeah, yeah. Millennials for sure. But yeah, Sweet Life of Zach and Cody staying. Um, Lizzie McGuire is going. I just really respect how. They made one area work so well. I don't know. It's weird. All right. You like the cinematic ability of the director, yeah, I guess. Yeah, I guess. You know, like, I feel like in any show, movie, whatever. You're about whatever. to be cut off. All right. And we're back. I don't really remember my last thought, but I just <laughs> got rid of uh, Lizzie McGuire, kept even Stevens. And all these shows are amazing. I just want to shout them out, bro. They're good. They were good. I agree. Disney Channel had some bangers for a while. And then I think, I don't know. Well, what was the next? I think, I know Hannah Montana was really big. And Wizards of Waverly Place was big. I watched that shit too. Yeah. And then like, it's, and then, it, then I don't know. Cause it's like my I didn't even think I watched all of that shit. Like I'm pretty sure I stopped watching Disney Channel around then. But I know like shows that my brother used to watch was like Kicking It, which is like some karate ass show. But, um, that's the one got to go. We did the uh, Disney sitcoms, I guess. Yeah, I wouldn't even call them like Disney early 2000 sitcoms, you know? Yeah, whatever the, whatever you want to fucking call the category. You've all heard of the shows. For sure. And if you haven't... And I got rid of... What I get rid of? I got rid of That's So Raven and you got rid of Lizzie McGuire. Yeah. All right, well, let's move on. I We had a bunch of stuff written down, but I think the thing that interested me the most was when you told me about this fucking, this vegan teacher, <laughs> right? Because I was like, whoa, what did she do? So she, this, I guess she's like super popular on TikTok. And yeah, she's actually been canceled off of TikTok. She just got canceled, but she was popular. She had a she following, right? She literally make a duet for anybody that would um, eat me. Eat me, basically. Yeah, she even did it to Gordon Ramsay. <laughs> Gordon Ramsay, like, hella trolled her. He ate a piece of lettuce. And then he grabbed his burger, put the lettuce in the burger, and ate it. Damn. All right. Well, so she's she got really big for fucking making videos where 
she'd be like, you know, she she carved out that niche where like she's she's super vegan, and she's gonna talk shit on people who aren't vegan. Super vegan. And people watch it because it's entertaining, right? Well, she also came out with a video where she tried to rebrand the N word, and I'm talking N word hard R at the fucking end. Not even rebrand. She was just trying to normalize it, like. She was trying to basically rebrand it. That's what I just fucking said. Yeah, okay. You said normalize it, right? No, I said rebranding. You said normalize. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, she was trying to normalize it, basically. But you're right, rebrand. Yeah, well, bitch, she's trying to get rid of the negative connotation that comes with the word. Yes. The most racist word in American history. Yeah, I agree. Right? There's no. I don't think there's one that's above it in American history. So... She took the N word and she made an acronym out of it, and she made a video. She had a little, a uh, little African American toy doll, and she tried to change it to be. So I don't, I'm not going to say the actual word, but I'll give you the acronym. She said "naturally intelligent, gorgeous, generous, exemplary, radiant." Right, and that spells out the N word. <laughs> she tried to change the N word. And got canceled, and I'm sure she got canceled fucking fast, because Gen Z don't play no games when it comes to canceling people. No, they it's cancel culture with them, man. But she deserves it. She deserves it. Yeah, she yeah, yeah, fuck her. That's just weird, man. Like I'm I'm gonna go out on a limb here and say maybe she didn't have bad intentions. See, okay, I've never seen her, so I'm gonna ask you, is she African American? Hell no. Then it's so much worse, dude. Is it a white lady? Yes. That is so that is so much worse, dude. You can't try to change the most racist word ever if you're not even one of the people that it affects. That's her right there. Oh my god. Yeah. She's so fucking dumb. Yeah. She's just like super out there. And honestly, I think she'd do anything to get her message out. Cause She's like that extreme. She's like the type of people that would sit outside a slaughterhouse and like lay in front of a semi. She's like the mega liberal. Uh, I, I'm embarrassed. Well, she was like a libertarian. She's just like, she's one of those PETA type, like vegan, like super hippie type people. Yeah, super, super hippie. It's weird. Like, But why would you, why do you think went through her head? Like, why would she think that she can change yeah. the definition of that? I just told you, man, I think it's because, you know, that would bring an uproar to people. And I think it would, she thought it would give, even though it's negative attention, it's attention to her, you know? Well, it's her trying to make it positive. Because I think uh, on her, she has a YouTube channel and her highest viewed video only had like less than 10,000 views. Well, that's more than our highest viewed video. That video got like almost a million views. Yeah, it went viral, right? That's why she got canceled because she fucking... Yeah, try to saying, change racist words. I'm just saying, like that many, that many freaking views, it's gonna get some attention for your page, you know, whether it's negative or positive, you know. It's so dumb though. Like you, you told me it, and then as you were telling me it, I didn't even believe it, and then I looked at it, and I was like, whoa. Yeah, and it's funny because this wasn't, this isn't new, bro. It happened like a while ago. Still fucking crazy. I didn't even know that was a thing. Like. Yeah. You have to be fucking stupid it's to do that. Our thought process, you know, because we'll just sit around trying to come up with shit, and I'll be like, ah, this, you know. I just, I don't know. Like, I'm trying to put myself in like 
the crazy lady mindset, right? And I'm yeah, like, yeah. what did her head think she was doing, right? Because like, so there's another show that I watched on Netflix, right? It's called Rhythm and Flow. It's basically like a rap competition and uh, Chance the Rapper and T.I. and uh, Cardi B were judges, right? Yeah. And they try to find rappers from their regions and shit. And one of the rappers that auditions, I don't remember her name specifically, but she had like a long rap name. And in her name, the letters KKK were in there. Mm-hmm. And she was trying to like rebrand KKK to like something positive. And she was like, uh, she's African-American too. And Chance the Rapper just fucking laughs at her. He's like, you're trying to rebrand the KKK? <laughs> and she was like, knowledge, something, something, something else, something else, right? And he's just like, are you stupid? Like, you can't re that's something that is unrebrandable, you know? <laughs> I don't understand it. She was definitely in the wrong. I'm looking into it a little bit deeper, and she's trying to justify it even in later videos, man. I, I didn't watch it, but that one minute and 50 second video talks for itself, you know? Yeah, all you can do is really say sorry, bro. Like, I get the intention. You could you could be like, oh, or you can say what you're probable intention was i guess because like, it might not be the real intention maybe she was like she makes the video she's like oh well i was intending to bring positivity to this but she really was just trying to be controversial and get views get clout, yeah. yeah she's clout chasing because even the next video talks about she's talking about censorship she's not apologizing dude even stupid ass people like okay people i consider stupid let me clarify even people that i consider stupid as fuck like jake paul and logan paul i don't I don't think would make that. Yeah. Looking N word videos. Are you stupid? Yeah, I don't know, man. Yeah, as you were telling me about that, and I was like, that is fucking. And this is a. Okay, first, I think that's fucking stupid. This is not really related, but it's kind of related. So, um, the George Floyd thing went down last year. Everybody knows about it, right? Yeah. Started the whole Black Lives Matter. Didn't start Black Lives Matter, but it like. Elevated. Yeah, like it really put wind you know, beneath those sails, it started going, it put it on the next level. And they find they're finally going to go to trial for the Derek Chauvin, the cop who basically murdered this dude straight on video. I think they were saying that like, it was either second degree or third degree murder were the charges. Yeah. I think they had branded it as like second degree, but then they got dropped down to third degree or something. Yeah, well, they're finally starting that trial. I think they're picking out the jurors right now. They said they had four guys and one girl so hard, man. to find people who are like impartial, unbiased. unbiased. Yeah. I've always had that problem. Because like, have you ever had jury duty? I have. No, have. I don't think I have. No. You have? Have you had it? But you just never got picked. I don't even think I went through the process. To be honest. I've gone through the process and. They didn't pick me. I was like fucking, I've gone like twice. I think I was 23 and the second time I was like 25. And it's not really in the age range that they're looking for, I guess. Cause like they put you in like a line basically. And like you sit in that room and if you're like fucking 20 people back, there's no way they're going to pick you. You know, by the time they get to you, it's already, they've already got their 12 people. That makes sense. Yeah. Right. So, we there was one guy. We, it was like a criminal case, right? I, I don't remember what it was, but they told us the thing, and in my head, automatically, I had already like a biased view, right? Because <laughs> they like explained it to me, and I was like, "Well, it sounds like they fucking did it," without hearing any evidence. Like, Get out of 
Yeah, so I got to leave. But like, I'm thinking of something like this, right? Like, where are you going to find somebody who doesn't think or can tell you that they don't know that it was murder? Because if, if you've seen the video and you also can't pick like someone on the other side because then it's biased towards the cop. Yeah. You got to find like that middle of the road. It's like somebody that's been living in the basement. Yeah, some dude that lives in the fucking wilderness and has never even heard about it. Where it's all new information. Yeah, it'd be super hard. Because I feel like even in these high-profile cases, there's a lot of evidence that they can't even present. Like, I would not be shocked if they could not show the video in court. Because it was so viral? I don't know. I mean, I don't understand legalities and things like that. But I feel like sometimes they'll, like, dismiss certain pieces of evidence that are, like, really crucial to a case. Because of something, you know, that doesn't even make sense to me. It's weird. I get it. Like self-perjury or all kinds of those those yeah. technicalities, right? That like make evidence on um where you can't turn in the evidence. Like the cop said this on this date, so that can't be used. Yeah. I don't know, it's weird. <laughs> Fucking catch it on a technicality and shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think the dude's guilty. I think he's gonna get charged. And if he doesn't get charged, I think people are gonna be fucking pissed. Shit's going down. Yeah, it's like some Rodney King level stuff, bro. You can't like, they can't, once they actually get into trial and like, you know, it's going to be televised because all the big cases are televised. Sometimes, And if it does, if the dude doesn't get called guilty, like I, I don't see how that's going to end up being a good thing. Yeah. I, I'd, I'd be upset. Yeah, I'd be upset, and it, it doesn't even affect me that much. So sad, the video is sad as fuck. The family's being so, they're being criticized so much right now because they got twenty one million. They settled with like the state. Oh, with the police? Yeah. Well, yeah, everybody settled, right? The city, so it was like they got twenty one million, and a bunch of people are saying, "Oh, well, you got all this money, you know." No, fuck those people. Yeah, so they're like, you know, I'd give this twenty one million up for. Floyd to be back with us, you know? It's like a person, you know? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I don't I don't get why it's so controversial, man. Like, there's still people on the other side, like, saying some fucked up shit about Floyd, man. I don't know. I haven't heard anything specifically, but... Like, there's a, there's a car in Washington that I saw. It was going viral. What'd it say? It literally had something to do with the 21 million and George Floyd's family and how much does it cost to kill a person or something? Well, the 21 million thing, like you get, they can fuck off, you know, like if fucking someone in my family gets killed and then, okay, first of all, we're mad. We're upset. We're grieving. Yes. We're going to sue you guys. Cause you just fucking unlawfully killed whoever it was in my family. Right. Uh-huh. And yeah, we'll get a settlement or we'll win a case or we'll get some money, whatever it is. But it's not like that makes up for fucking losing a family member. You don't go, Oh, check out my wad of fucking cash. Hope my dad's it was totally worth it for my dad to die. That doesn't, yeah. that makes no sense. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, it's a fucked up world. we live in, bro. You gotta be a total piece of shit for that to be like in your, in your head for that to be like, Oh yeah. Well, at least I made a little money off of it. Yeah. No way, man. Like it doesn't repair anything, you know, but I don't know. When I saw that post, I was like, fuck, man. Some people can be really fucked up. Yeah, well, when you're on the internet, you know, you see some fucked up shit on the internet. Yeah, that's true. Some of it's funny. 
Some of it's not funny. Most of it is not funny at all, bro. I mean, we're talking about a person's life, you know? Yeah, yeah. Well, in this context, it's not funny. But, like, you ever seen, like, a Reddit thread? Yeah, like uh, I don't really fuck with Reddit. It's there's, weird. I know. Well, people post the threads though, right? And like one that was really funny to me, even though I know it's fucked up, was like they asked if you could sleep with anybody dead or alive, and the first comment is like, "Oh, I would sleep with my wife because she like died," and then the second comment is like, "Yeah, I would sleep with this guy's wife too," and that shit made me laugh, even though it was pretty fucked up. Yeah, it's <laughs> fucked up, bro. But yeah, it's um, that dark humor, man. It gets you sometimes. Hopefully there's justice there. And I feel like we're kind of on like this serious, not so serious, serious thing. So, Are we? Yeah. Speaking of Washington. I think, I think we went serious, serious. So some guy in, uh, <laughs> in Washington stole a 400-pound playground slide, bro. See, okay, so metal, plastic, they weigh 400 pounds? I guess. There's no way, dude. I feel like... Yeah, and I've always felt like I could break a slide. Like, I don't think they weigh 400 no, pounds. No, they're huge. Like, the plastic ones? Yeah, they're huge, bro, because they're, like, filled. I don't think it's just, like, hollow plastic. Think about how how, how fucking that shit would break. I don't know. I just, I've always... Like fiberglass or I've, I've always... Fiberglass is heavy as fuck. I've always felt like I could break a slide at a playground. Like, if I really tried. <laughs> like, if I fucking went for it, I bet I could break it. So this motherfucker goes to the park, steals the slide... And welds it to his daughter's fucking bunk bed. Oh, it's 400 pounds, right? How yeah. the fuck did he pick it up? Probably had help, bro. Like a wench? Probably had help. I mean, we probably lifted like 150 pounds ourselves right now. True. But damn. So he, he steals it, welds it to his daughter's fucking bed. This happened in December. You know, nobody's fucking knew who stole it. Oh, so they just caught him? They just caught him because there's been a string of burglaries for catalytic converters. He's stealing those too? Oh, he's a suspect for that? So when the cop went into the house and saw the slide, he's like, all right, you're going to jail right away, you know? Because of the slide? Yeah, yeah. What's the fucking slide worth? What's it worth? Well, yeah, like... I don't know. How long do you go to jail? price on a child's laughter. How long do you... (laughs) (laughs) On a child's laughter. How long do you go to jail... For stealing a slide. Like, what's the slide's cost? Value, I mean, I've seen these play sets because I'm looking at buying my kids one. Right. A shitty one is like a thousand bucks. Anything over $1,500. Like the little wood a, ones? Yeah, yeah. A cheap one. Dude, like, we could build a fucking playset for less nah, than a thousand bucks. Bro, not, not, I was thinking that too, but I was like, you'd have to figure it out so much. Like, angles would have to be right. Dude, you get a fucking Avengers. rope. You get a rope. You get like two ropes and a tire, fucking rope swing. Boom, fucking tree. Nah. What's that, 50 bucks? Nah, nah. You don't know, man. You want kids, bro. Do you have a tree? No, that's the problem, too. You just got to be resourceful, bro. I don't have a kid, but something I set out to do for myself recently was buy a ping pong table. And I just got one for free. You were there. You helped me pick it up. Yeah, I mean, they come up on the marketplace all the time, right? Yeah, get a used one. Paint that shit up. Buff it. I just don't want to go through the hassle because most of the time you have to go and fucking take it apart. And then rebuild. What fucking tools you need. I don't know. Most of the times they're all in pretty shitty condition. The one I'm looking at is about $1,100, right? Uh, That's for like. Well, you're getting the stimmy. Decent one, right? 
But if you want to buy one like at the actual playground place, they can be six, seven thousand dollars for a fucking play place. Like the one, yeah, like in neighborhoods or like at your neighborhood park. I mean, Fuck that. So I'm guessing the slide's like three to four thousand dollars. You know what you should do? You should do the. Uh, you should dig a hole because you have a trampoline. You should do that like ground so level, the ground level trampoline it. thing. We're gonna take all the grass out, make it like a big sandbox, and put the playset in there. Oh, okay. Yeah, so, I mean, it's got swings for the baby. I don't know, bro. It just makes sense. My kids love the park and shit. Yeah, but you, li- okay, so you live right next to us. You live right next to a playground. Up, bro. Like, <laughs> and then people in Caldwell, people in Idaho in general just don't give a fuck about coronavirus. True. So, you know, there's that aspect of it, too. I don't really want to expose my kids to that shit. Like, I can just say, hey, go play in the backyard. They go jump on the trampoline anyways, you know? That's why you gotta get you gotta put it underground, dude. One of those ground level trampolines. Those are dope as Just fuck. So you know how much it costs. Like this T- guy went out of his way to go steal it. True, that makes sense, I guess. <laughs> but yeah, that was just kind of some funny. News. That's so much money, dude. Yeah, I mean it's crazy for a fucking little play place that you don't even know if your kids will like it. No, they'll like it. I kind of mentioned it to them, and they were fucking pumped. <laughs> That's so much money, though. Fuck. I did not realize that they were that expensive. Yeah, I mean, so I saw some on Amazon for like eight, seven hundred, but I always go read the reviews. Well, if they send you one on Amazon, you still got to put that shit together, right? Yeah, I don't mind putting it together. I mean, I'm pretty resourceful. Then you can take an old one apart, man. I could, I could, but they don't come up that often either. And by the time I comment, there's probably like 15 comments already there. Or, you know what you should do? You should buy one of those, uh, you know the merry-go-round things that they have at playgrounds? That just spins? Bro, even those are like put one of, $600. Put one of those in your yard. That shit's fucking dope. Nah. I used to love that thing as a kid. Have you even thought about... They're still like these spears that you can climb on? All right, you know what I've thought of now that we're talking about fucking playgrounds for some reason? Uh-huh. Have you noticed how our playgrounds have gotten hella like safety conscious? Yeah. Like they're way like... Not as cool as they used to be. Yeah, I mean, they used to put bark down, and now it's like padded flooring. Yeah, yeah. So it, was, it used to be bark. Uh, everything was made of metal, you know, metal swings, metal. The merry-go-round thing was pure metal. Everything's plastic. The slides were metal. Everything was metal, and now it's pure plastic. The floor is like this weird styrofoamy, like almost like a what a gymnast would use to land like a mat, but like harder, but still soft. So kids don't get hurt. And then hella learning. Like back in the day, bro, you go to playground, it's got a tic-tac-toe thing. Maybe and that's it. You got the tic-tac-toe thing. Now you go to the playground. It's fucking got like musical instruments and shit. Like you can fucking hit the little, like sim, the little bells or whatever. And it plays like the tunes or like the some have pianos. like hit the thing and then you'll stand in the middle of it and these lights will go off and you gotta go tap them bro like running around that little circle it's weird yeah bro they're making they're gonna make all the kids fucking little girls bro wimpy kids bro no it's a new time bro. if you don't fall off the jungle gym and hurt yourself in the bark are you really playing on the jungle gym cause when I was like your brother's age bro I was out on my fucking scooter riding around the neighborhood we were out shooting hoops you know feel like that happens less and less now like at least when i was a kid i don't feel like video games were such a big deal to me but now it's like a kid's life you know 
true. It's crazy. The adventurous spirit is gone, bro. Because really I, I would ride my bike for hours. And like multiple days a week. Like now if you do it one time every couple months, like it's an adventure. Well, you know the merry-go-round thing I'm telling you about, right? Like, yeah, yeah. Everybody can picture the metal one. It's got like you you hold on to it, you stand on it, it spins. And there's one where you right? sit on it. But now, yeah, the new ones are like plastic and it's like all the seats are facing out and you can literally sit in it almost like it like cradles you in almost. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's got like a thing protecting your crotch and shit so you can't fall out. Yeah. Like too much safety is not a good thing, man. You I, say that now, but you get a fucking kid with a broken arm and $10,000 fucking... Fee. That doesn't... That don't ever hurt you. You broke your arm. You came out fine. Yeah, but... And you broke your leg. It's a different time, man. You gotta at least fucking fracture something as a kid. Dislocate a toe. I different don't know. Time, bro. Different time. Something. Because even when I... So back when I was playing sports... Right. Like, anybody could run the ball. I was a big motherfucking kid, dude. Okay. Running the ball and shit. Like, plowing over people. To call like a whole team to take me down. Now they put a fucking belt, like a fucking red piece of tape on your helmet if you're like over a certain weight. Okay. Well, if you even touch the ball, like it's dead right there. Really? Yeah, because they don't want kids plowing. And you know that Optimus League here? Yeah. Called Optimus. The football league? I hate that league. Why? They have weird rules. You can't be over a certain weight and play in that league. It's always been like that. So, so if there was no Nampa Pal football, I wouldn't have been able to play football because they cap your weight at a certain weight. Why do they do that? So like a big-ass so kid can't run over a little yeah. kid? I don't know. That was a thing. Yeah, that's a thing. And I mean... That's kind of weird. Like weight capping for kids? Because I'm bigger than him. Like, fuck a kid then. He shouldn't play. <laughs> he shouldn't play? Yeah. It's why a, the fuck are you going to take that? Like, putting in this little frail-ass kid in my way? It's your fault. Yeah. I mean... It could go both ways, right? No. Why not? Because it's their fault. Like, if, okay, so if you're playing football, right? I don't play football, but I would assume if there's a football league and it's open to kids, if you're the fucking right age, fuck you, I can play football. It doesn't matter how big That's you what are. I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Exactly. Yeah, I don't think there's a both ways. I but think I'm there's a they're wrong and you're right. It's like, why are you going to discriminate on the bigger kids when football is about fucking hitting and shit? You're discriminating on the bigger kids instead of the smaller kids, like, Obviously, you're doing it to protect the smaller kids, but they should fucking man up and just play, man. Like, I don't get what the big deal is. I don't know. I didn't know that was a rule. That's that. Yeah, that's kind of weird. Well, but I mean, it makes sense. Been like that. I can see it making sense if, like, they had, a, I don't know, some incidents, I guess, where, like, a big-ass kid fucking trucked, like, the, the frail, team, yeah. the, the frailest kid in the world, sure, right? But, but at the same time, it's like, why would you put the frailest kid in the world in a contact sport you're gonna he's gonna get hurt are you stupid that's like fucking yeah i mean if you're worried about your kid getting hurt in football that's like putting should, your should go play checkers, checkers that's like putting your little fucking 70 pound kid in an mma fight and being like well you know they should all be able to mma of course he's gonna get his ass beat yeah because i mean my kids are big bro not just like fat big like they're tall yeah, your kid's because huge. Because they told us that... Isn't he, like, tallest? He's tall like as fuck. In the 110th percentile for height. For his age, right? Yeah, for his age. So he's, like, above, you know? So he's just a big kid overall. If somebody told me he couldn't play because of his size, I'd be like, are you fucking serious? Like, 
I'd probably start a Facebook group about it. <laughs> <laughs> and give them a bad review on Yelp. Yeah. Fuck you guys. Yeah, I'd call the fucking newspapers or something. I'd be like, you know, these people are just screaming fucking assholes. That would suck. I don't have kids, but like pr- from that perspective, I could see it sucking where like, yeah, your kid can't play. Why? Just because he's, he's a little too big. Yeah, I don't know. Wouldn't they just make your kid play up? Wouldn't they just put him up in like what the bigger they don't kids? Get an Optimus. I just I vividly remember Optimus being like that. That's so weird to me. Yeah. I have to go play soccer or something where weight doesn't matter. No, that, I don't think it does. I don't think there's any. And I mean, if you play the like the cheapest amount of soccer here, because there's like competitive soccer here in this in Idaho that's like the cheapest version of it. So it's like fifty bucks. Yeah. But like the teams are like co-ed. People are just like, yeah. It's like oh, co-ed, but it's like a real game, right? But like, it's co-ed. They don't give a shit. Fucking, yeah. they, some big old dude can run right through some girl. No one cares. Or vice versa, bro. Yeah, or vice versa. I've seen girls fucking destroy dudes. My brother played with a girl and she kicked all their asses. Yeah, so like, I don't I don't know. That's a weird-ass rule, dude. I didn't even know that they could do something like that. Like, for weight? I could see them putting you in a different division. Tier yeah, like a, like a tiered off, but like... A cap? A weight cap? What yeah. the f- kind of weird-ass fucking rule is that? Yeah, I don't know, man. That always pissed me off when I was younger. I never wanted to play for that league because I already had my own league that I played in, but I was always like, that's fucked up, bro. But then they adapted that rule, and it was actually after I played where you had to have that red fucking tape on your helmet and you can't fucking touch the ball or run it. So what's that make you like an automatic lineman or something? Yeah. That's all you can play? Yeah. You're going to be a wide receiver or nothing? No. That's hella boring, dude. Yeah, because trust me, bro. I used to stomp over kids. I got pictures of like kids jumping on me. That's so stupid. Because like, oh, I'd be so annoyed. Like, It's like if I played soccer. Because I played soccer my whole life, right? So it's like if I'm playing and they're like, oh, sorry, you've hit this height only. So you can only play this one position. You're too fast. I'd be like, what do you mean I can only play this one position? Fuck you, bro. I want to play over here. And they'd be like, oh, play this position. And like fucking lick my nuts, man. Yeah, it's kind of funny how that works, though, because I was a running back my sixth grade year, and I went to go play seventh grade football. And they're like, I was like, should I go with the running backs, fullbacks, or should I go with the linemen? So I go with the fucking fullbacks, and they're like, what the fuck are you doing over here? You're over there. They just yeah. <laughs> they just move you over? They're yeah. like, no, you need to be over there with the linemen. I'm like, but I'll run the ball. And they're like, no, you don't. No, you don't. <laughs> Not anymore. No yeah, it's one of those sports, I guess, where they, they move you around. Yeah. The discrimination in sports is real, I guess. Speaking of uh, people that shouldn't be in certain positions, all right. uh, Jake Paul. Yeah, we talk, we talk about him all the time. All the time, bro. I mean, it's because he's such a joke, you know? It's so good to talk about jokes. That is true. He's a dumbass. But uh, Dana White, he basically said that he would bet a million dollars that Jake Paul gets his ass beat by Ben Askren. Yeah. In the fight they're going to have in April, right? Because he thinks he thinks Jake Paul is such a joke. I do, too. I, I think he's such a joke, too. I mean... I don't give a shit if he's done two years of training. Here's my thing, bro. Dana White worked very hard to make a name for UFC, you know? Right. And, and before guy, that, he was a boxing promoter, too. So he knows boxing. And this guy's just kind of shitting on your sport, you know, basically. Because he thinks he can just join it. Because most guys, they have to work up to become like a no name in boxing or whatever, you know? This guy's just straight out the bat, like getting a name for himself. I don't know. It's kind of a weird thing, you know? 
just stick to YouTube, man. I don't know what the fuck your problem is. I don't know. If I had a million dollars, I'd bet it. I think it's a sure against him. Yeah, I think it's a sure win. If he wins that fight, it's it's a fight. What what would you say? If he wins that fight, it's fucking fixed. It's bullshit. It's fixed. I don't believe it. There's no way. Well, it's funny because they said uh, Ben. What about him? That's not his specialty, his boxing. I don't give a shit. He's a fucking professional MMA champion. Fuck no, he's winning. So yeah, just continuing here. Fuck Jake Paul. But they were throwing some doubt at Ben just because he's more of like a ground fighter. Not necessarily like a punch thrower. So I hope he wins. But we'll see what happens. This is the this is the breakdown, bro. If you're a boxer, okay. So if Jake Paul ever fought a person who actually boxed, like a professional boxer, even if it's their first professional fight, they've probably got hundreds of amateur fights, right? Yeah. And even fights as kids before they even count as anything. So like, ass beat. I don't care who it is. If the guy's the same size as him, he's losing. Yeah. Right. So with Ben Askren, yeah, it's a little bit more iffy just because like striking isn't his main thing but he's also fought at the highest level of like mma he made it to the ufc he was a champ in a different um organization so like that's the kind of dude that like you send his ass to the gym and he's gonna put in fucking work and he's gonna come out fucking fit and he's gonna get like he's gonna understand and be able to really comprehend like what your striking coach is trying to teach you so I just don't I don't see I don't see it. Yeah, like I said, like if it happens though, fuck, dude. I will be fucking shocked. I will as well, man. And I think you're right. It might be fixed if he does. It'll that. fucking rattle my mind, dude. Even though like most boxing matches I see, I'm like, how the fuck is that even scored? You know, like because I'll watch some boxing and I'll be like, this guy definitely won the round. Well, you know, Ben Askren is like. The dude's got like a fucking plastic hip. He's, he's like, like a, a legend, wasn't he? I feel like he was. He's not like a legend. He's the one that got fucking kneed in the face by Masvidal. He's like a meme. Oh, okay, okay. But he um, he was still he, a hardcore fighter, right? Yeah, he was. He was good. He had a fucking like a hip replacement. I think he's got you know, and I think they put in like what, like a plastic or like those like metal hip replacement things. Mm-hmm. And I don't think that was that long ago. I think it was within like a couple years. I had no idea that happened. So like. I do question if he's going to be able to move, you know? Yeah. Like the way you would expect a professional athlete of like that kind of caliber to move. Cause like once you have a surgery, a surgery can derail anybody. I don't care who it is, you know, like surgeries have fucked up careers in every sport for so many people. I don't get why these guys are even giving them the light of day or whatever. Cause you know? $50 million. Cause also, uh, <laughs> I think Mayweather's going to be fighting like Logan Paul or something, bro. Like, Jesus Christ. It's for the money, dude. It's the money grab. If fucking Logan Paul came up to me and was like, hey, you want $50 million to fight me? I'd fucking do it. But And I'm way smaller than Logan. Mayweather, Dude's like 6'2", and I'm fucking 5'7". Like, I hate to say that, but he is, bro. Like, I'd let him knock me out for 50 mil. Oh, yeah. Fuck. <laughs> I always say that, too, but fuck. That'd be a horrible day. It'd be a horrible day, yeah. But, but the a great rest of your but, life. But the next day, when you look at your check, That's true. you'd be like, you'd be like, fucking worth it. That's funny. Because honestly, he's not gonna. 
he'll hit you, right? But he won't injure you in the kind of way where, like, he could kill you, dude. He could kill you. No, he won't kill. But who? Mayweather? Mayweather could fucking kill you. Mayweather wouldn't kill me. He could. I don't think he could. Bro, you're a small guy. Yeah, so is he. Fuck your head up. Mayweather's a small dude. Yeah, but he's powerful. I know he's powerful, but like, if I took a full power punch from like Mayweather, you'd be out. I'd be out. I'd be out for sure. Like, I'm not saying I can fucking withstand. I'm not saying he can't. I'm not saying he can't knock me out, right? But I don't think he has the punching power to kill me because we're relatively the same size, and I would be more in shape if I was to fight, right? I wouldn't be like anywhere near his level i'd get my ass beat i didn't know we were getting into that hypothetically. well i'm just saying like like i wouldn't get i wouldn't be on his level right but like if i was invited to fight mayweather Damn. i would obviously get in shape and then get my ass beat i would but the fight and then i just forfeit. but if i fought you can't they won't give you the money dude but if, you have to make a show okay i'll go in there take a punch and fall but see like you fight him and i think he'd destroy me but i don't think he could kill me but like if you took if I went in there with like a huge dude like a Joshua Jake Anthony. just 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 like a Jake Paul sized guy right who's obviously like 50, 60, 50 pounds bigger than me maybe more than that like eighty pounds uh-huh. that punch if they're trained and shit that could kill me shit, that'll rattle your brain I don't know you're not making sense right now because I feel like like me I'm a big guy I'm bigger than Mayweather. I feel like if he punched me in the face, it would break my fucking face. And I could... Nah, man. You have a stronger face than that. <laughs> he might break your nose or break a cheek, but it's not enough for it to, like, I don't know. Die. I don't know. Taking a straight punch from that motherfucker, any real big name boxer, you know, I, I just don't know. I know. I just, I just think there's a difference in power, you know, like, I think Mayweather would destroy me. Like, I'm not saying he wouldn't destroy me. I think if he hit me, I'm out. Yeah, 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 like if he if he's throwing a full force, like yeah, like got it, a good yeah. fucking punch. Yeah. If he's not just jabbing me in the face to fuck with me, and he's actually trying to knock me out, I think he knocks me out. But I think he just knocks me out. Maybe I get you know I'll probably get a concussion or you know. You're saying it's not the same as like taking a bare knuckle punch from like Tyson Fury because I'm. I'm just saying yes. Yeah, I'm just saying it's not the same as if like a heavyweight sized guy hits you. I agree. That's because the, the power is just different. It's not the same, but I mean. A boxer your same size, about your same size, 100% muscle, I feel like he has the power to kill you. Nah. Well, I, I don't think so. I think he de- definitely destroys me. No chance that I that I win at all. Yeah, because I've even seen guys like seize after they get punched, bro. Like, I don't know. It's crazy. Yeah, but how many, how many people do you hear of dying? Well, most of them are like trained to some extent you know i don't feel like you could train enough to be ready for that well not to fight do you think the training has something to do with like the durability you think so like if like yeah i mean if you're in there sparring and shit for like because most boxers start out when they're young right so like high pain tolerance or something something bro i mean their bodies it's kind of like when you do anything your body just kind of gets that makes sense actually because like a kick because if a ufc fighter right they throw those fucking hard-ass kicks yeah, yeah. And they can like check them and block them and shit. And I'm sure if I tried to block one the first time I even tried it, it would Break fucking it would me. fuck my leg up. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, I don't know. I think it's gonna be kind of crazy. It is a different type of power. I don't think he'd kill me though. I don't think he could kill me. I do think he could like. 
I don't know, shatter a jaw. I'm not saying like right fucking away. I'm saying there's a possibility. Destroy my cheekbones, fucking the possibilities there. Re restructure my face bones and shit. Like I could see him destroying me. I just think I would survive. <laughs> it's funny that you said that though. Like I'd take a punch for him for fifty million. I would take a punch for him for fifty million. I always say that whenever I see those fights, I'd be like, shit, I would go in there for that. I would fuck yeah, if, fuck give me fifty million, knock my ass out. Yeah. I won't even fucking put my hands up. I'll let him just take the shot. You <laughs> know, fuck for fifty million. Shit, dude. Fucking raccoon eyes for weeks. We all can even open my eyes for weeks. I'll probably be in a coma for a couple months. Fucking <laughs> wake up like, what happened? Did I win? <laughs> wake up. You got married to some random girl. She took all your money. What the fuck? I was knocked out. <laughs> Oh, fucking Ricky Bobby, dude. He gets so fucked over by the magic man, by his friend. He's been fucking him the whole time, and then he gets fucked up himself. Yeah, he's like, he's like, why would your best friend apologize to you if you stole his wife? <laughs> Yay, two Christmases. <laughs> I'm happy about that shit. Oh, man. But yeah, man, kind of on the topic of uh, sports, you know. Okay. You know, we are kind of talking about this a little bit. I thought it was interesting, kind of wanted to throw it in there. So I guess it's been... 16 years, right? Is that what it was for the soccer one? Six, 16, 17. So it's been like 16 years since uh, Lionel Messi and Cristiano Ronaldo have missed a UEFA Champions League quarterfinals. So since 2004-2005, they've been in the fucking UEFA quarterfinals. So perspective, the Champions League is the biggest fucking soccer tournament Aside from the World Cup, right? It's ridiculous. The World like, Cup is like the world teams, like your international teams, only players from your same nations. Yeah. But the Champions League is the best teams in Europe. Like the, you're talking like the champ of each country plus like second place and the third place of each country in like a giant tournament. And Ronaldo and Messi, who are like regarded as the two greatest players of this era and yeah. – Possibly the two greatest players ever. Like they're in the mix for being the greatest players ever. Yeah. Always make it to like the quarterfinals, probably even semifinals. I want to. They always get far as fucking Champions League. Yeah. So sixteen years since this specific thing has happened, yeah. they have not made the quarterfinals. And I just want to say, man, the Champions League is a crazy fucking league. Because one of my old bosses tried to explain it to me. Yeah. And I was like, what? Well, to, if I could explain it like perspectively, I guess it'd be like it's kind of like if the Super Bowl happened, right? And then you took the Super Bowl champ, whoever it is, the, it, it, it was Tampa, right? Yeah. So like, if there was a, if there was actually reputable football leagues all across the world, yeah, yeah, and they had champs, then you throw all those teams plus whoever got the runner-ups into a big tournament. To see who's really because he was telling me the too, best. Like if you win, you're talking millions of dollars. If you no no no. So if you win the Champions League, you're automatically in the next year. Yeah. Even if you don't win your country's championship or whatever. Yeah, you're in the Champions it's League. Like crazy. Next year, and then you get to go to the Champions. Uh, what's it called? What's it called? It's a fuck. It's another cup, basically. We're like. The Champions League winner of Europe plays against the Champions League winner of Asia and the Champions League winner of America and South America because each region has its own Champions League. But the one in Europe is easily the best. They have the player, the best players from the world. Yeah, and, 
in the in the Americas, it's called the Copa de Oro, right? The Gold Cup. No, the Gold Cup is the international. The here it's called the Conca Champions. Oh, Conca Cup. Okay, that's just for U.S. though, right? U.S., Mexico, Canada. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, weird. I don't know. It's all really fucked up. Even though there's a couple of like the Central American countries. World, right? It is easily the number one yeah. sport in the world. And I think next is cricket. <laughs> it probably cricket. Maybe yeah. rugby. Who the fuck knows? I don't think it's football. Yeah, but I, that was kind of weird. And then that kind of tied into their next team. I think basketball is almost up there. I think basketball is close because, like, Europe. Yeah, basketball is getting pretty crazy. Like, in China and in, like, Europe, they love that shit. Yeah, it's weird. But that kind of brought us into another sports thing that was kind of weird to us where, um, I guess Duke and Kentucky are going to be missing the 2021 NCAA tournament. March Madness. And this happened, ha- This hasn't happened since 1976. Yeah, that's a long-ass fucking time, dude. have not been in this fucking tournament, so that's kind of crazy, too. Well, they're basketball schools. Nobody gives a shit about their football programs. Those are basketball oh, yeah, schools. Oh, yeah, that's 100% true. It's kind of like... Uh, what is it like? Ohio is like a football school. Nobody gives a shit, really. About yeah, no, yeah, nobody gives a shit about that. It's like fucking... Who's the team that's always in the fucking college football finals? Fucking Alabama. Oh, Alabama. Yeah, it's like if Alabama didn't make the, like their football team went like seven and nine or some shit. Yeah, something crazy. But yeah, those were two like really weird things that just happened like this month. It was crazy in the sports world, you know? I love sports, bro. And I like sports because something, there's always some weird some weird stat that they, somebody can tell you about and you're like, whoa, what the fuck? That's a thing? Like, that happened, you know? Because, like, um, LaMelo Ball, right? They, they said a stat during the All-Star thing. They were like, oh, well, he's the first rookie since... Oh, he was in the All-Stars? Well, no, he played in the, like, international versus, like, the up-and-coming players oh, thing. Okay. The other little game that they do. But basically, they said, like, he's the first rookie in like years to lead in like five the five main stats or whatever and then the other players were like fucking legendary basketball players you know you're talking like fucking hakeem i don't remember who they were specifically but like the goats you know like people that are considered like top 50 nba players ever yeah 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 so i'm always really interested in like those weird fucking stats where you're like oh what the fuck like that's really a thing it's funny how we always kind of draw back to like jake paul and uh why Jake Paul's got a stat? No, I mean just in general. Like, well, that's just the most. Guys. That's the most recent one. He's the most, one of the more entertaining things in the NBA right now. So, like, I'm pretty I up heard, to date. I heard Lamelo Ball too. Like, just recently, he was back in the news, or one of the basketball pages I follow was talking about how um, Golden State told him that they were going to be taking him second. Oh yeah, he was supposed to be drafted too, but they didn't take him. Yeah, they didn't end up taking him, so I thought that was kind of weird too. Yeah, they don't need him though. They got fucking Steph Curry. Yeah, that's true. But who knows? Maybe he's doing better now because they didn't choose him. So. Definitely, that's the detriment of it. You know, it's like in American sports, uh-huh. if you don't get drafted into a system that works for you, uh-huh. it could it could fuck your career. You know, because like if a rookie gets drafted somewhere where he's not going to play a lot, then his move up into like starting teams is just longer because it is but like if you're a rookie that goes to a team where like your team is shit you know you're a fucking automatic starter almost because that's the whole point they drafted your ass yeah that's true so like your but, development's way better but even uh lamella ball wasn't a starter at first man yeah but he earned it and yeah, he was he and, he, and he was like their sixth man yeah i wouldn't be surprised to see uh Lonzo ball out of the nba here in the next 
last couple of years. He's doing all right right now. He's right. he's like a solid role player right now. But it's like I told you, man. Like he's, I feel like he's a lazy player in general. Like, it's his face, dude. It looks like he's fucking always depressed. It's like just like this. Like he doesn't care. Like, I know people can't see me right now, but it's like his cheekbones are like down, and he's just like. Ugh. <laughs> let me just make this long. <laughs> yeah, I just picture him doing like everything. So like, Ugh, you know, like when you're getting out of bed in the morning, just like that really lazy feeling. Yeah, yeah. That's just his face. I hope he hears this. I hope somehow he finds this one podcast and he's like, hey, that guy was talking shit about my face. Hey, man, I fuck with them. Uh, I'm going to post him. it on TikTok. I'm gonna... uh, all right. Well, that brings us to the end of the fucking episode where we do the hypothetical moment. We do this in every episode. It's a fucking hypothetical question just for fun. Get fucking brain juices flowing. See what we can think of. This episode we have, if you could pick three famous people to be a part of your entourage, who would you pick and why? Oh, now you want to go one and one, or do you want to go all three, or is one and one easier? That way you can think. We can think yeah, a little just more. Yeah, go one one. You go first, man. <laughs> all right, number one for me, Adam Sandler. Adam Sandler would be in my entourage, and he'd be my homie because I know he's ride or die for his friends. He puts his friends in all his movies. He he's always goes to them. He always writes for them. He's always supporting them. So I know he'd like he'd really have my back, right? Okay. And. He's not bougie as fuck, dude. The dude's casual. He fucking wears t-shirts. He wears shorts. You know, that's the kind of vibe I want around me. I don't want the dude rocking the Supreme shirt. Like, I don't want the hype dude with, like, the Supreme shirt, the beanie, the fucking Rolex watch. And I also don't want, like, the mega, mega famous dude wearing, like, the $30,000 suit or whatever the fuck the suits cost. You know, it's just that's not my vibe. So my first pick would be Adam Sandler. I feel like loyal as fuck. I'm always gonna have a role in his movies. So even if I'm irrelevant, I'm relevant to him. And you know, we're just we're chilling. It's kind of like if I eat, we all eat. Yeah, I think he's stand up dude. So I'd go Adam Sandler number one. All right, man. Yeah, I mean, just go ahead and give all three yours because I have no idea. You don't have anything? No, I really don't. Um, oh, why? Well, I, I thought of usually something. the hypotheticals like. Well, no, before fact, but we, we kind of been doing this where, like, it's just on the spot for me. So it's kind of hard for me. True. Well, I, th- I didn't even think about it, honestly, but that's just something I would hang out. Oh, no, man. Adam Sandler came pretty quick to you. Well, because he's just a stand-up dude, bro. Number two, then, I think I would go with Pete Davidson. Okay. The comedian from uh, Saturday Night Live. And he's the dude that almost married Ariana Grande, you know. And I'd hang out with him. Just because he seems fucking chill as fuck. I've seen his movies. He, like, the way he acts in his movies it seems like that's how he really is. It seems a little sketch, bro, to be honest. No, he's fucking dope, dude. He's a, he's got, um, I think it's ADHD or some shit. Uh-huh. I don't know what he has, but I like his humor. The dark humor is fucking funny. I feel like he'd always be able to make me laugh. We'd be kicking it. Um, He's also got that vibe where, like, we could be just hanging out, fucking sitting on the couch playing some video games or some shit, and it'd be a total, it'd be chill. Okay. Right? So I'd go with him number two. So, like, Adam Sandler, stand-up motherfucking dude, always ride or die. Pete Davidson, I feel is ride or die, but funny in, like, a regular life kind of way, not like a movie way, you know? So, like, I can have fun there. Okay. So I feel like those two, those two were pretty easy picks for me. And then a third person. The third person would be J. Cole. Okay. 
because I fuck with his music. And, and it seems like he would get along with the group I've created. Like, I feel like with the, with the people I have, he's, he's right in there on the, on that same level of like celebrity, I guess. And he's also got that same level of like chill. Plus his music's fucking fire, dude. If I can get in one of his songs, I don't even have to sing or, or rap because I can't rap or sing, but I just want to be in there and be like, I'll do the ad libs. I'll be like, uh. He's like such a chill dude because I saw a video one time where like he meets like this random lady outside of like an apartment building, right? Right. And I don't think it was staged at all, but he's like just talking to her like a normal person, you know, like, hey, what's up? Oh yeah, yeah. With the black the black lady whose son like that, right? Yeah, yeah. I did I see like, that. God damn, that's fucking I never seen something so real, you know. <laughs> so with a celebrity? Yeah, yeah. It was just crazy. And Adam Sandler and J. Cole both really like basketball. Uh-huh. So like I I fucking play ball with them. Right on, man. That'd be dope. So those are my those are my three. So my entourage, I'm gonna start off with uh Will Farrell. Alright, yeah, Will, Will Farrell's Farrell, a dope pick. I feel like in my entourage, he would add that funny that I need in my life, you know? <laughs> okay. Like, I, this is the type of motherfucker that would come out of the bathroom naked asking for toilet paper and shit, you know? Like, I feel like that's him. Right. And that's just natural, bro. Like, I feel like he's just naturally doing that. Like, he doesn't think it's funny. He th- doesn't think it's weird. It's just him, you know? He's got that comedic flair, bro. I so give you that. he's my number one for sure. Like, All right. just to kind of keep it, keep it funny all the time. Uh, my number two is Joe Rogan. Oh, yeah, Joe Rogan. That's a dope pick. Joe Rogan because he is – I feel like he would be like a grandpa figure. It's weird because he's so knowledge. He is knowledge, dude. That dude's got fucking info on everything. Everything. And he like – he only broadens his his knowledge with his guests, you know. Like it's people you don't fucking know about, but it's very interesting people that he talks to. He also hits that intellectual level. Like you can have an intellectual conversation with him. Where you even disagree and not come out like mad. Mad. Yeah. It's just like a discussion. Because he has guys on his show that I'm like, with Joe Rogan. But then you kind of listen to the podcast and you're like, I guess guess it's all right. Yeah. (laughs) I guess it's all right. So he'd be not my number two just because of that aspect. I like it. I like Um, it. I'm liking the list. He's not super famous. You probably don't even know him. All right. But he's huge on YouTube. Okay. He's Mark Rover. Mark Rober. So he, this guy worked for NASA. He's an engineer, super smart. Is it the dude that does like the fucking? He did the. Uh, he did the glitter bomb. The glitter bomb, and yeah. he does all those math problem like. So that guy's super smart. I feel like I learned a lot from him because in his videos he breaks down like his whole process of how he came to make whatever he's making, right? Yeah, he's basically like a engineer, but on YouTube. Yeah, like an engineer on steroids, basically. I, I really like his content, man. I, I look forward to his one video a month because that's all he does. One video a month. Because they take long, right? He has it to do all kinds of market research and long. fucking like statistics and all kinds of shit. Yeah, it's it's crazy. It's ridiculous. He has to like call his fucking aerospace friends to fucking help him and shit. <laughs> I just feel like I learned so much from him. So, I mean, we'd have like a really serious day. <laughs> Trying to learn all this shit, and then we come home to Will Ferrell. I like it. That'd I like my it. Entourage, yeah. Hey, Will Ferrell's got connections too. I don't know if you know, but he owns part of like the LA Galaxy soccer team. I had no idea. So, like, you got the hookup there. Yeah, and I mean, just overall, I I'm like the type of guy that likes to learn. So I feel like 
two of those guys cover that, their guy's just like there for as a cool guy, you know. Co- comedic relief. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I had to pick a rapper. Like, I like I, I didn't think of any of the guys you thought of, and I really liked the Joe Rogan pick. That's a good pick. But um, I don't know, bro. I just feel like I want to be in – not in music. I don't want to be in music at all, but, like, being that close to, like, the creative process of, like, one of your favorite rappers. Yeah, yeah. It's like, oh, shit, this is how he does it. That'd be cool as fuck. It's like these were your childhood friends. Yeah. But I, but I also didn't want to go with Eminem because uh, while I think Eminem is fire – and all of that, I just, I don't think we'd really connect, honestly. Like, we'd have a chill day or two, but I don't think we'd be, like, dope-ass friends. That'd be hard, yeah, because he fucking hates his own mom. Yeah, <laughs> I, don't, I don't think we'd be dope-ass friends. I'm just being honest. How can you be? He, he literally hates the person that gave him life. How can you make a connection with him? <laughs> <laughs> well, he's got fucking friends. But he hangs out with like 50 Cent shit. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not like hard enough to hang out with Eminem and 50 Cent, bro. He he pays bodyguards. I don't have the street, I don't have the street cred, dude. I don't have like the fucking the gunshot wounds or like I haven't paid my dues like them. I can't be in that in that group. Right on, man. Yeah. I mean, this was a hard look for me to choose at first, but then once I got got into it, it made sense. (laughs) All right. Well, that was the one gotta go. Three famous people as your entourage. The homies. Yeah, yeah, that was a good question, man. And uh, don't forget to follow us on Spotify, Apple Music, TikTok, Google Podcast, Google Podcast. <laughs> what else are we on? Anchor, Anchor, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, Facebook. TikTok for sure, Facebook. Uh, share this shit. That's the end of the episode, though. Peace. Peace.